send them off welcome back another pre-season preview and uh we're back in london today with the, with the blues the reigning european champions chelsea joining me as always is my ever-present podcasting partner alex how are you doing now i know alex you had a bit of a soft spot for chelsea back back yeah, in your, in your i still youth. do i still, still do, do a little bit mm-hmm. so you know I, I do keep chelsea near near to my heart not as near as swansea but uh you know you yeah, do and, and you do still keep as- them there not quite as near as our guest today. Returning oh, well, to the it's, it's a pleasure to uh, to have this guy it? back. You've, Probably you heard him. one you of heard my favourites from last season. One of my favourite episodes we did last season with this guy. So needs no introduction, even though he's oh, got one. We're going to give one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, one, yeah, one of, our, one of our good friends of the podcast, the Football Explainer. He's wearing a Juventus shirt uh, yeah. to a Chelsea season. But he has got a Chelsea shirt behind him, so we will let him off. Yeah. <laughs> Um, how are you doing, mate? It's good to have you back. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Not bad. That's twice, twice in a row. I know twice in a row we've been asked. I like this. Thank you. Strong (laughs) strong finish. A strong finish. Uh, yeah. Excited to do this one. Uh, European champions. I mean, we're here for the Premier League, but we've got to sort of gloss over that a little bit. Um, I mean, you. I know. Well, I know for the last well, time a, we came yeah. on because we were talking about like your footballing memories, and you were talking about Chelsea winning the Champions League. How did it go this time around for you? What did you get up to this time? I, I can answer that, given the voice note he sent us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah lads. Um, what I can say is, first of all, I'm so glad you brought up the Champions League thing because I was thinking if these lot don't bring up the Champions League thing, I might have to leave straight away. So I'm glad <laughs> you brought that up. But second of all, oh, it was excellent. It was just excellent. Like, imagine your team. Like, imagine you, you, Alex, and you, Sam, yeah? Your team. And you're looking at them on a screen and they're the best side in Europe. The best side in the world at that time. We, we had it. I, um, when we beat Valencia, we were the best side in Europe when we are. Yeah, well, <laughs> 2013. I, I can't picture that cup in the hands of a person wearing a Swansea shirt. With like Leon Britton holding the cup. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably bigger than him. No. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> No, but it, it was great. It was great to be fair. Like, um, that celebration was just... Like, I wasn't in a place with loads of Chelsea fans, but I was with a couple of my Chelsea mates and there was just loads of Man City fans everywhere. And it was just a great time. Just winning the Champions League is... You know, like, surprisingly, it's a really good feeling. It's a really good yeah. feeling knowing you're, you're the best know. team. Strange, really Never weird, know. you know. And, um, um, and I also have this to remind myself of it every single day. Just got this okay. as my background. Champions That's of Europe. stay for at least <laughs> For the season. purpose of the audio podcast, TFE is showing us... Is phone lock screen. Um, <laughs> it's the Chelsea, like thirteen-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We read it um, though. We read it. He's just he's just do. passed his um, uni. He smashed uni, and he's got thirteen-year-old vibes in his phone. We read Lovely. it. We love we, to see we, it. We do. We do love it. Um, anyway, we are here to talk about the Premier League. Um, I I suppose we've started this place on a lot of these previews, but I want to talk about transfer business. Only one signing so far, I think, and it's the sign of the season. I think Marcus Bettinelli, um, <laughs> absolute sign of the season. Um, but no, they're obviously the rumors coming out today that um, there's a bid for Lukaku to bring him back. Uh, how do I you think feel about that? Harlan's been thrown around as well, but he we'll has, start with yeah, Lukaku. I, I have a feeling Lukaku is instead of Harlan because yeah, it's it proving be. a bit impossible at the moment. Yeah, I, I uh, personally, I don't think Harlan is. 
it's probably not best if we spend 150 million on, ha- on Haaland. Like, I understand we've got the money and he's genuinely like, I know this word gets thrown about a lot, but he genuinely could be a generational player. So like putting no. 150 million on him is a great investment because really and truly, if he flops a little bit, you can still sell him for like 80, 90 million. And that's like the worst, worst case scenario. But getting a striker in is so, so important for us. I've, I've put a video out today of how Chelsea can have like a 10 out of 10 transfer window. And I said, either get Lukaku, but not for some ridiculous price here, or get Lewandowski. Now, that's that's right. the guy that I, I really, really would love us to get. Like, if we got him, yeah, I'd be so happy. Because obviously, like, best striker in the world right now. But he's 33. It's not like he's going to cost... I don't think he would cost as much as a Lukaku. Like, he probably wouldn't move, but I think... Lewandowski would be the guy I would go for. Harry Kane, obviously, I'd love us to get Harry Kane as well. But like, that's probably never going to happen because Chelsea Spurs, he's probably not going to make that move. But yeah, striker is definitely a position that we need to fill and centre back. But really and truly, I don't know how much we really need strikers because if we, if say nothing happens, we have our amazing signing of Bettinelli and that's it. And we have Kai Havertz up front. I still think we can kind of get away with it. Like winning the title, maybe not without his like top, top striker, but like we can still go deep in the Champions League again and we can still compete for the title. I wouldn't say challenge for the title, but definitely compete for the title yeah, that Manchester United did last year. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, interesting yeah. you said Havertz though and not Werner. That's mm-hmm. what I, I picked up on there. What's, what's, what's your thoughts with Timo Werner? As in, like, yeah, he's he's proven he can score goals in the Bundesliga, but I'm not sure how much faith I have in him putting the ball in the back of the net because for a good year and a bit, he wasn't able to do that for Chelsea. He came back again against Arsenal. I know it's a preseason friendly, but he missed a sitter there again. And Kai Havertz, on that exact same day where Werner missed a sitter, scored a scored a, like a brilliant goal against Arsenal. And I'm thinking, if I've got to put number nine there, it's either Tammy Abraham or Kai Havertz. And... Kai Havertz would be my man. I think he has the potential to score 20 goals and get like 10 assists. Do I think it's going to happen next season? Probably not. But he definitely has a potential to like put up some ridiculous numbers up front. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. It's interesting. I, you picked up on that, Al. I picked up on that you need the centre-back. And we did the mm, Crystal yeah. Palace preview the other day. And yeah. Mark yeah. And all right, he might not be top of the table quality just yet. But for me, I mean, we obviously saw much. You saw a lot of him, and uh, the man has my heart. Put it that way. He um, has a special place in yeah, our, doesn't he? He is a player, and you know, you've let him go. So I just, just wondering your thoughts on that, really. From uh, you know, because I think a lot of our listeners are probably going to be Swans fans. We get that sort of angle because yeah. we're not getting a Premier League preview any anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> Inshallah, what day, lads? What day, lads? <laughs> <laughs> No, um, I don't know. The Gehi's, the Gehi and Tamori thing. Like, we sold two decent young English centre-backs for, like, I don't know how much it would be, like 40, 50 mil. And I'm kind of in the minority of thinking, like, it's okay. We've got a buyback clause, buyback clause on Mark Gehi. I don't know if we do on Fakai oh, really? and Tamori. Yeah, I, yeah, didn't, I didn't know that. I yeah, we have. That. I think it's like what we had on Ake, where it's like if somebody comes in for a bid, we can match them. And if we match them, then we can take him. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, centre-backs, I don't know if Mark Gehi would have made the starting eleven or made the squad even because he gives me Christensen vibes before Christensen was good. Like he's a decent centre-back, but he has the potential to come into a very good defensive side and make it better. So would I have sold him? Probably not, but I'm not too worried that we sold him because really and truly, 
he's probably fighting for a position with Kurt Zuma and Kurt Zuma probably gets on that side every single day of the week. Yeah. But obviously like you don't win a, you don't win a league based on 11 players, you need 25 players. So I can understand why people are upset that we lost Mark Gehi, but in reality, it's probably not the worst thing in the world because you've got a decent fee for it. Yeah. Um, I guess I, a good I, point. I mean, uh, for us, he was such an important player. But I suppose for Chelsea, he's not, he's not going to come near that. It's, it's not the same sort of thing. Yeah. The, the reason um, we sort of could see him going back there was sort of as an experience to learn from the likes of, you know, Thiago Silva or, yeah. you know, whoever else like that around the club. So we thought it'd be good for him to go back, you know, pick up the experience and probably fight his way into the team, you know, alongside an experienced head like Thiago Silva. But, you know, it's business at the end of the day. That's mm. And that's what it is. It's like you said. And Chelsea, Chelsea are like, don't get it wrong. You're going to do loads of these previews. And I can say with my chest, my team Chelsea, even though where I'm a Juventus stop, but my team Chelsea, the most ruthless team in the Premier League. Like, Kurt Zuma had a fantastic start of the year last year. And now he's getting like sold to Sevilla for Kunde. Like, there's no top team in the Premier League that would have a, a centre back who did so well in the first half of the previous season and then sell him the next year. And we're getting rid of Tomori, even though he was great for Lampard. We get rid of Gehi, even though he was great for Swansea. Like, I have full trust in Marina Gramskaya, our director of football, like our transfer director, because she just seems to hit every time. And although it might seem like, oh yeah, Gehi could have learned from this player. Gehi Tomori could have learned from this player. And I agree, he probably could have. I don't mind that it's happened because I feel like there's a bigger plan. Like we're getting rid of all this, not Deadwood, but quality player that we can get a decent fee for so we can get the big price, a Haaland or a Lukaku or a Lewandowski. And that's what it is, it's business. And Abramovich is a smart guy. Mm. um, And he's a very rich guy too. Yeah, so obviously obviously last season... um, Thomas Tuchel came in around January, I think it was, wasn't it? Uh, finished fourth in the end, which, to be honest, I didn't think was too bad. I mean, you got yeah. won the Champions League. So I, I suppose a league finish doesn't really matter when you win the Champions League. When you win the Champions League, you can finish 19th and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, I don't know about 19th. Well, going down well, more. <laughs> 17th. Wigan vibes, proper Wigan yeah. vibes, that. Um, <laughs> I mean, I can only see them finish in top three this year, personally. Um maybe United and City ahead of them, maybe them ahead of United. Um, I came into last season saying Chelsea are going to win the league. And I think I might be, I might well be going into the season, depending on if they could bring in Lukaku or Haaland, but probably Lukaku. Mm. I might, I might be sitting there and saying, I think Chelsea are going to win the league again. Yeah. I, I think we're in such a weird position where if you don't get Lukaku, people will say that we probably won't win the league, mm. but I have such, like, I don't think we'll win the league if we don't get Lukaku, but because of Tuchel and because of the amazing quality we have and also the fact that he's finally had, like, some time to actually be with the players. Like, people forget that for the first six months, he played a game every three days, so he's not really getting that much training sessions in. So he's had time to improve all these players. So regardless if we get Lukaku or not, I still think there's a chance of us winning the Premier League. If we don't get Lukaku, I think that chance diminishes, like, by a lot. But there still is a chance that we win the league, so... And you're talking about United and City. I don't think United are that much of a problem. I think Sancho will tear up the league and I think Varane will be a decent partner for Maguire. But as long as you've got Oli in that in that dugout, I'm I'm sorry, you're not going to be doing bits next season. Interesting. Yeah, that's so why it's, it's funny though, because we're talking about like uh, Mark Gurhi and Tamori, like, and I know we, we didn't call them Deadwood, but they're kind of like unnecessary players. Lukaku mm. was seen as that kind of player a number of years ago at Chelsea, sold him to, was it Everton? He went on loan to West Brom, then Everton, yeah. and then ended up, you know, 
and now they come back in for him for an extortionate price. Can you see that happening with like Gohi or Tamori or whoever? Can you see that happening now with uh, the players we've got now? Definitely. I think I think Tamori proved it last year. Like he went to a top side in AC Milan. Like they are a top side now. They're not they're not going through a transition anymore. They're a top side, and he was their second best centre back. Like he was their second best centre back like throughout the whole season. So like you're already seeing Tamori could hit those levels. And I think if he was playing in England, he would have gone to the Euros. So for sure, I think Tamori definitely has that potential. Gehi, I would say probably doesn't have the the ceiling of a Tamori, but he still could definitely be like. Uh, one of those cases where we're like, oh, why the hell did Chelsea sell him like three years ago? Like with Nathan Ake when he was coming through at Bournemouth, like why the hell would Chelsea sell him? Like these players are very good players, but I guess that's just the way the cookie crumbles. And we've seen yeah. that with um, uh, Tino Liveramento. He's one of our he's one of our youth academy players, and a lot of our youth players are leaving now. Like Tino left this year, T- Tarek Lamptey left the year before that, Tamori's left this year, and so is Gehi. Like a lot of our youth is going away so to answer your question of will it be like a Lukaku De Bruyne Salah situation you very much could see that happening I very much could see that happening yeah um it's interesting earlier you said that you don't put that much faith in Timo Werner I've actually got him earmarked here as my one to watch for the well season. I was gonna say that because if it wasn't for VAR you would have had I don't know yeah. I, mean, I know VAR you know scrutinizes nice is the very you know smallest millimeter but mm. i think he would have had an extra like 10 was it 10 or so i can't remember how many I goals so, yeah i just think Something he's like due a big I, I think he's due a big season yeah I've, I've got a feeling i feel it in my bones and i'd love him i'd love him to have a good season though i mean i've put him in my fantasy team so uh i hope he has a good season I, I, I think he's I'd, a nice I'd, guy I'd, as well i'd love him to do well to be fair like i think he could do very well but like you say about like oh var offside all this sort of stuff like there was so many, it's not like he's just losing goals because of offside. Like that's a big thing, but he's losing goals as well because like in guilt edge opportunities, he's missing yeah. them. Yeah. Like, no, he's missing. Well. yeah like, there definitely. was one against Fulham that like, I don't think I'm ever going to forget. Like he's clean through. All you need to do is open your body up and finesse it into the far right corner. And he like puts it over the bar. And I'm just thinking like, <laughs> broski, like you're scoring worldies for, for, for RB Leipzig for two and a half years. And then what? You come to Chelsea, you just can't put the ball in the net. Uh, but to be fair, it. his all-round gameplay is excellent. That's what one thing I can yeah. say. Like, if Timo Werner's not on the pitch, Chelsea don't win the Champions League. So I can't talk like bad about his his, his all-round gameplay. All I can say is that like his finishing leaves a lot to be desired. That's yeah. what I have to say personally. I like, yeah, I agree with you about the the set does. I mean, there's a few we missed this season, and I make statements, I guess, all the time. It, it's it's a regular source of humor in my house that I I'll watch like SAS, who dares wins, and I'll be like, I could do that. I could like, do that. Yeah. Like Ninja Warrior, I'll be like, I could do that. But like, I I could say this as you said earlier with my chest that um some of the opportunities Timo Werner missed last year, I would have put away. Mm. Like, and Alex has seen me play football. But it's it's true though. Like they, they, I think he's going to benefit with Tuchel. You know, having time with Tuchel and settling into the team properly now and feeling a bit more. Because I think with Lampard, he was. I want. I don't want to say on edge. It wasn't quite stuff settling. You know. I don't think Lampard had actually watched Havertz and Werner play before he signed them because he was just a football manager job. Yeah, (laughs) I just think he went. Oh yeah, they 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 look all right, didn't they? Or like he saw Werner's stats and. Have it to stats. I went, yeah, we'll have him. Like, because he wasn't playing them the way they should have been playing. And as soon well, as as yeah. soon as Tuchel came in, I think Werner's looked sharper for a start. Harvard's I know he's not scoring, but he's not looked like a much better yeah. player. Exactly, looked like a much better player. If yeah, and, and me, all... if you told me November, December that Harvard would win Chelsea the champ the Champions League, I would have laughed you at the room, quite frankly. Yeah. 
Now, but the thing is with Timo Werner, um, uh, one positive thing that you're saying about like Lampard and Tuchel is that when Tuchel first came in, I think it was like a month and a half after the job, that like, Werner had only scored like one goal and people were asking him about Timo Werner and his finishing. And he literally just said, Timo Werner does not need to stay out and practice finishing. Like he knows how to score a goal. Yeah. He just needs to do everything else and the yeah. goals will come. So like if the goals come, and that's a big if because we saw what he did last year. But if the goals come for Timo Werner, this could be like Chelsea could go into the stratosphere. Like yeah. genuinely. I was going to say, you won't need a Haaland. You won't really need a Lukaku because if, if Werner's firing, then what's the point? And, and if Werner and Havertz are on fire, then yeah. I think. And even Ziyech as well. Even mm, see, yeah, he is a quality player, player. Quality. absolute quality. And you've got you've got um, Captain America back this year, isn't he? Yeah, he was, Chris uh, he was injured for a lot of it last year. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I I I always love when Pulisic plays because I love the memes. Yeah. You know, the memes are like, oh, it's such a rad game, dude. Like, oh, <laughs> I love them. I just love them. Um, yeah, but I think I going forward. I mean, I also I think you've got one of the best midfield threes in the world in Jorginho, Kante, and Mount. Particularly in form, uh, mm. form wise, that's one of the best in the world, hands down. Um, and and there's Kovacic, and there's yeah. uh, Rublev's yeah, sheet coming exactly, back. Yeah. Ross Barkley, and, like, and you got Ampadu got... back now as well. <laughs> yeah, Ethan Ampadu. Uh, I, don't, I don't know about Ethan Ampadu, <laughs> to be fair. But, but yeah, like, we've got a really good team. Like, it, now I'm thinking about it, like, my mouth's starting, like, I'm starting to get like frothing at the mouth at the yeah. thought of when and habits like firing. If that happens, Chelsea could, could the ceiling for Chelsea is. There's no ceiling for them, basically. No. Like, no. I'm thinking in my head, bro, if you've got Werner on fire, who's creating chances all the time, and he starts putting the ball in the net, bro, you're beating, you're beating teams in the Champions League. You do that in the Premier League, that will disturb Man United's defence, Man City's defence, Liverpool's defence. And now I'm starting to think, like, bro, if Werner can start scoring, Havertz can start scoring, these big ifs, bro, like, we could win the Prem, we could win the Champions League. Like, there's no, there's no reason for us to get beat on the day if Werner and Havertz are firing, because they're just such elite level players but i say all this and i don't think it's going to happen i think habits will go to about from a six out of ten to a seven out of ten and i think Werner will score like 10 goals of max in the premier league i was i was about to get excited then i thought we were going to get a you know, yeah. exclusive yeah no i, I did as well thinks chelsea are going to do the treble <laughs> <laughs> we uh, could that's the thing because like we're when i i said last year chelsea could win the champions league because we're not a team that people want to play on the day. Like, on the day, you don't want to be... Like, you see on the Champions League final, Ruben Diaz was not going this way. He was running back to his goal, like, basically 90 minutes of the game because Havertz was running him ragged, Wayne was running him ragged. Like, nobody wants to play against that. And, like, obviously, like, getting that consistency level is down to the manager and down to, like, everything else. But we have the quality on, on any given day to beat any team in the world right now. And I can say I that with my completely, chest. I completely agree with that. Like I've, I'm looking at the team now and like thinking about it, this team does actually mean quite a bit of business. Like yeah. it'll come up again and it's a scary team to the, play. The the thing is though, is last year you had 18 clean sheets. Like City had 19 and won the league, but you scored 58 goals mm. and they scored 83. And I think therein lies the problem. I know City Definitely. scored a lot of goals and they are good going forward, but Chelsea just would too... Almost too toothless, if you excuse the Welsh pronunciation of tooth. Tough. Um, <laughs> a bit toothless, like going forward for too much of the season. Um, and maybe you can sort of pin the blame on, on Werner. And, but, you know, if they get Lukaku in, if they get if they get a striker in, could be a different story. Who knows? Who knows? And to, to be fair, you say, like, you pin the blame on Werner, but at the end of the day, like, he's not the only player on the pitch. No. Like, no, no, if yeah. you... 
if you probably look at the numbers, I don't even know the numbers, but it's probably our top scorers are probably all on like eight or seven or six. Right, or with seven yeah. goals. Yeah. yeah, like like all of them are all of them aren't really scoring goals. But then when I think about it, they're not all getting consistent minutes. Like we don't have a consistent starting eleven until like the very end of the season when Tammy Abraham was completely frozen out and it was just Werner, Havertz and Pulisic and Mount was injured as well. Like we don't have a consistent lineup. So it's very hard for that, for like people to score loads of goals. So <laughs> my mind keeps on changing in this podcast, but I kind of do feel we need that out and out goal scorer that we don't need to rely on for all round gameplay, but he, we just have somebody there to score goals. Like I said, Sergio Aguero, like you have all your little, your little Raheem Sterling, your Bernardo Silva's Leroy Sanis, but as long as you've got your Aguero's, like he'll yeah, put the put ball in the net. Yeah. 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 100%. Absolutely. Um, we are slowly running out of time on this one. Uh, so I just want to highlight the first five, uh, first five fixtures. So in those, you've got Arsenal, Liverpool, Tottenham. I mean, if we're still counting Arsenal as a top side, well, I would have said Villa, Arsenal, Villa. Yeah, you know, you got Villa, Villa as well. You got Villa there team, too. Um, it's a tough start. It's a tough start. But I suppose if you can beat the likes of Liverpool away, third game of the season, that's a signal of it's, intent. It's looking pretty good. Yeah. Mm. I definitely think we can. Like the thing is, I actually do believe we can beat all those teams. Like I feel like we could, we literally could win like every single game for the whole season, right? But obviously that's not going to happen. But if Tuchel has done some magic in preseason, which I believe is very like within the realms of possibility, like Chelsea could start the league winning all six games, being Liverpool, Tottenham, Arsenal, Aston Villa, whoever they put in front of them, and then that'll be a mark to the rest of the league. Like, oh shit, like these guys aren't ready, aren't like messing about. But then again, you could also have Chelsea flopping because Tuchel doesn't know what he's doing. So if I'd put my neck out on the line, I'd probably, I'd probably go all in and say like Chelsea are going to win their first five games of the season, and then then people are going to be like, oh shit, like. These lot aren't messing about. Like we're in a scoring goals, habits are scoring goals. These lot aren't messing about. Um, so just before we finish, somebody's decided to mow down. Someone's knocking. Oh, have they? I thought um, they were knocking the door. No. Uh, once, once I think they're knocking on my door. <laughs> are they actually? I, I think they are actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, let's send them off. You know, you, yeah, you well, just uh, don't know. You don't know. Well, uh, Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Oh, That's yeah. so unprofessional. Oh, it's by me. It's all right. Don't worry. We're not professionals. It's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm asking everybody who comes on uh, two questions. First of which, you finished fourth last year. Put your neck on the line. Give us a prediction. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have my own prem predictions coming out at some point. But like on the spot, <sighs> heart on the line. I'm going to go all in. I'm going to say Chelsea win the league. He's going to go no. top. Yeah. I'm going to go Chelsea win the league. Raider. I'm going to say Chelsea win the league. Highly um, Raider. Secondly, player to player watch. Player to watch. I've, I have a feeling we've probably covered your answer, but. You know, you know genuinely who I think is going to be. So I'm going to, I'm going to mix my predictions. So I'm saying we're winning the league. Okay. So that's, that's the positive done. The negative, well, not negative, but player to watch, Tammy Abraham. If we keep really? Tammy Abraham, and Kai Havertz doesn't start scoring at the start of the season. Romelu Lukaku's not score, is not here. Haaland's not here. Tammy Abraham's going to slot into the side. He's going to get us a nice little cheeky 10-11 goals this season. I, I seem to remember the last time TFV was with us. Uh, yeah, I was I, I was waiting uh, for this. Tammy <laughs> got quite a bit of a boost on this podcast <laughs> from him. So um, is this it's, a, it's a, nice is this to an see official it, you know. apology to Tammy Abraham? <sighs> not Tammy that he's Abraham. listening. Mr. Tammy Abraham, I'm sorry. I did you wrong. I didn't mean to do that. I was, I was high on life at that point. I didn't mean what I said. 
I fully rescind what I said about you. You're an excellent goal scorer. You're not, uh, what's the word? Prolific in front of goal. You're an excellent football player. And I wish I was you. I take yeah. everything back and you're the best striker in the world. We will, we will tweet that and tag. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's going on TikTok. We will, we will, <laughs> we will tag Tammy Abraham. Uh, but thank you so much for joining us. Uh, do you, would you like a couple of minutes? Well, not minutes, moments. Uh, we don't go minutes. Uh, just to plug where people can find you. Um, find me on TikTok, The Football Explainer, and uh, go subscribe to my YouTube channel because um, at some point when I'm not lazy, I'll start posting on there and you'll enjoy the content. So yeah, The Football Explainer on TikTok and YouTube. I do enjoy your TikTok lives. Man. I love his I TikTok. Like. I do. Yeah. I really do. <laughs> and I, I enjoy the lives. I just sit down and watch them. It's just like, you know, it's like, it's like watching this and it, but not, I'm not having to do any work. Um, <laughs> that's what I feel like. Anyway, yeah, yeah cheers for joining us, mate. Thank you for coming back. Uh, it's Appreciate been a pleasure. that. Always a pleasure having you on, yeah. Always, always. Nice We're hoping to see you a couple more times uh, this season. And actually, we have another se- uh, season preview to do with you. But uh, yeah, until next time, thank you guys for listening. Alex, I'll see you, well, in five minutes, but for, yeah, for the are. purposes of the podcast tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow, yeah. yeah lovely. Tomorrow. <laughs> uh, ta guys. Take see care. You. Bye, guys.